You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Take Me Home, the show that helps a lonely animal have a second chance at a new life, a home, a family, someone to play with, and someone to love. Join host Susan Daffron as she talks to guests from animal shelters and rescues about some of their favorite adoptable pets. These pets might be diamonds in the rough that may have been overlooked, but still need a great loving home. We'll shine the light on these pets and share their personalities, quirks, and stories with you. The goal of Take Me Home is to promote happy adoptions. We'll showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Here's your host, Susan Daffron. Welcome to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, the founder of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals. Thanks for listening. Today we have Mike Fry from Animal Ark, which is located in Minnesota. He'll be talking to us about a dog named Jasmine who's available for adoption. We'll be right back with Mike after these messages. Take Me Home. We'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes right after these messages. Stay tuned. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Hi, this is Marcy Davis and my service dog, Whistle, and we're your hosts of Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Working Like Dogs is the show where you can learn everything you ever wanted to know about working animals or working dogs. Whether you're a member of a working dog team or you've just seen a working dog or animal out at the mall or the grocery store and you're curious about how these amazing animals work with their human partners, then Working Like Dogs is the show for you. Join us for the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. Welcome back to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. My name is Susan Daffron, and today I'm talking with Mike from Animal Ark in Minnesota. We're going to be talking about a dog named Jasmine. So thanks for joining me, Mike. 
Well, thank you for having me. So first off, tell me a little bit about Animal Ark and what you do there. Well, Animal Ark is Minnesota's largest no-kill animal welfare organization. Part of what we do is we operate a um, state-of-the-art shelter in Hastings, Minnesota, um, where, you know, typically we can house um, in the shelter itself about 100 to 125 animals and then, you know, more in foster homes. Um, additionally, in, a, in addition to the sheltering and the adoptions, we host a wide variety of rescue um, uh, and adoption spay-neuter efforts throughout the state. So, you know, reducing the numbers of animals that are entering shelters and improving the quality of lives for animals in puppy mills, in disaster situations is all part of what we do. So we've got a, a very small but very active group of very dedicated folks. I don't know. It sounds like you're you're doing a lot. It, it, I wouldn't say uh, that's small. That's uh, that's pretty great stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, literally, though, small. I talk about in terms of staff. Um, you know, it's. I think we have total staff at our shelter of um, just about fourteen people, and a large number of those are part time. Mm-hmm. And so we rely heavily on um, volunteers and donations and. And, you know, we do we do a lot of very good work throughout the state of Minnesota. I'm very proud of what we do. And the core principle that we operate under is that all of the animals' lives that we interact with are valuable and and worth saving, mm-hmm. and um, which is why where our no-kill philosophy comes from. Well, one of your animals now is Jasmine, the featured guest on our show. So, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about her. I, I'm looking at her picture, and she's she's a. I can see she's a yellow lab, and she's uh, a gorgeous. She's just a yellow lab, adorable. Um, and she's yeah, and she's probably the kind of dog at many shelters who, you know, would not have been placed for adoption. Mm-hmm. Um, she because she's older. She came to us with some pain and you know, arthritis issues. She's a little selective about her canine friends. She does get along with several dogs, but you just have to make sure that the introductions are handled, you know, responsibly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you do all those things, she's a great dog, but, you know, but requires a little extra management. And because of that, she's been at the shelter a little longer than the average dog would be at our shelter. And so, you know, uh, yeah. But but, we, but again, because we're a no-kill facility, you know, putting her to sleep or killing her wouldn't be anything that we would consider doing. We think mm-hmm. that, you know, we took we took a, a responsibility on when she came to her shelter, and we believe she's going to be a great dog for somebody. You may want to notice on her webpage, she's got a nice little YouTube video. <laughs> I know. Actually, <laughs> is, it, is it actually filmed at Animal Ark? I mean, it's it looks like somebody's living room. Well, yes, um, yeah, we have our, uh, though I say we're relatively small, we have a beautiful state-of-the-art shelter. I mean, our socialization rooms have, you know, flat-screen TVs mounted on the walls, fireplaces, you know, nice living room furniture. I would say they're nicer than many people's living rooms. Actually. Yeah, it sounds nicer than my living room, I have to say. <laughs> Mine, too. <laughs> I should have a flat screen. I mean, come on. Right, yeah, but what, we should, but what we're finding, actually, is that more and more, uh, relating to our no-kill philosophy, we're finding that, um, you know, a lot of animals are put to death in shelters simply because shelters are 
depressing, dirty, smelly places. And so we, our goal has been to kind of shatter that mold. Mm-hmm. Uh, so rather than having an institutional kind of setting, we've created a very warm, home-like environment that's very friendly for people and animals. Mm-hmm. So when the animals are there, they'll have a good experience and they'll like being there. Yeah. yeah. So when a, them... a dog like Jasmine comes to our shelter and she's got arthritis issues, you know, rather than putting her to sleep or killing her because of you know, I'm sorry, I've got arthritis. When I'm in pain, I can get a little grumpy. <laughs> yeah, really. But, Don't tell that to my so, husband who's got arthritis. <laughs> right. And so what we do is we found, you know, we've researched diligently to find the best product, for example, to deal with pain and arthritis. We've mm-hmm. settled on one called Flex Pet, which we think is absolutely um, spectacular. And since Jasmine's been on it, her attitude has improved dramatically. Mm-hmm. And we believe that you know, taking a dog like Jasmine and giving her the the flex pet that she needs is a better outcome. It's a better solution than simply putting her to sleep or killing her because, you know, she was a little crabby because she was a senior dog in pain. Yeah, actually, I have uh, a number of senior dogs, so I just wrote down flex pet because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, we're all You're getting older, Let, let's did. face it. Uh, but I know that uh, Jasmine is part of your, you have a program called Seniors for Seniors, which uh, yeah. which I guess you're helping place senior dogs with senior humans. Which well, is, not just dogs, but also cats. Well, you know, well, senior we, um, animals. We, several of our, the founders of Animal Arc are, you know, seniors themselves, and we started looking at and thinking about the people that they know in their generation and their, um, their relations, and what we found is that I believe our culture tends to, um, at the very time when people would benefit most from having pets, you know, senior mm-hmm. humans, when they're home more, when they have less to do in their lives, when their children have moved away, maybe their spouses have passed on. Um, At the time in their lives when they would benefit most from having pets is the very time when, uh, because for a variety of cultural reasons, people are giving up their pets. Mm -hmm. And and what what we've discovered is that the ideal kinds of pets for senior people are senior pets that know, are maybe past the chewing phase, they're, you know, they're housebroken, they don't need lots of running and exercise, you know, they're, the animals can be a little bit of couch potatoes themselves when they yeah. in their senior years. And what we're finding is the marriage between senior people and senior pets is just kind of a, the best of both worlds for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so we've been really working hard to promote the idea of senior people adopting senior pets. That actually makes makes a lot of sense. And actually, when I was working at a shelter, some of the most satisfying adoptions I did were to seniors because of those reasons that you said. I mean, they're home all day many times if they're retired. And the dog, you know, the dog or cat, the animal gets so much attention. It's just, it's a great thing. And, and the seniors get out more because they have to take the dog for a walk or they get companionship from, you know sharing being a couch potato with the kitty on the sofa and it's just uh you know the feedback we got was really great on a lot of those adoptions so that's really neat that you sort of um, formalized it but also you know we also recognize that oftentimes seniors are on you know relatively limited income and you know may not have the resources to, to you know 
to pay full adoption fees. And so we offer nice big discounts for seniors who come in to adopt senior pets. And um, I think that's a very good thing. The other thing that we've done is because a large percentage of, you know, the senior animals do need ongoing care, like, for example, FlexPet, is we work out a relationship with um, with that organization, that company, so that we can provide really nice discounts um, oh, on the pain arthritis formula for people who do adopt mm-hmm. animals that have pain or arthritis issues. And that's what we're, we're finding, I think, people are very appreciative of that, too. Yeah, that's a great program. So going back to uh, Jasmine, how, how did she end up with you? What's, she's 10 years old, so she must have a history. Yeah, she was um, she was surrendered to Animal Ark, you know, after her family could no longer care for her. And, um, you know, it, she's been with us for, I think, nearly a year. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, having her, getting her adopted is really one of our, our urgent priorities. Yeah. Um, you know, rarely does an animal stay at our facility for that length of time. And, you know, honestly, I, I haven't quite figured out why it is that she hasn't gone home yet because she is a wonderful dog, knows lots of basic obedience commands. In fact, if you check out her website, her webpage, you can see her on YouTube, you know, doing her tricks and her spins oh, yeah, and, her it's so cute. and her shake. I mean, she's a very, very loving girl and who will make someone a really loving companion. Um, but, uh, you know, I think uh, the larger, more senior animals are, you know, sometimes the harder ones to place. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned that she's she sometimes doesn't get along with other dogs. What's her personality like otherwise? Oh, she's absolutely um, a dear, sweet, loving dog. And, I, you know, and to say that she doesn't get along with other dogs I think is maybe misleading. She's good with other dogs so long as the introduction is managed carefully. Mm-hmm. When she first approaches a strange dog that she doesn't know, she can get a little reactive. I, I would not call her aggressive at all. Mm-hmm. Um, with people, she's nothing but, you know, pure um, love and sweetness. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, she, I mean, she, she adores people. She loves to go for walks. Um, we have a, an off-leash play area at our shelter um, called the Ark Park, and we have large kiddie pools set out, and she loves the water. She loves to play fetch. Um, you know, she's, even though she's a senior gal, she's not quite a couch potato kind of a gal. She likes she likes a lot of um, activity still, even though she's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just because she's older doesn't mean, just because the pets are older doesn't mean that they're all couch potatoes. So. That's for sure. Well, we'll be back with Mike after these messages from our sponsors. Take Me Home. We'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes right after these messages. Stay tuned. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. 
Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com How many pets is too many? Do you know somebody whose life is overwhelmed by their animals? Maybe we can help. We're looking for people to be in a new TV series about really large animal families. We can offer expert help, free resources, and the chance to tell their story. If you or someone you know owns a house full of animals, call us toll-free at 1-877-MY-8-PETS. That's 1-877-MY-8-PETS. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place with Win With Dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and win with dogs. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. We're back with Mike from Animal Ark in Minnesota. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, and today we're talking about a dog named Jasmine who's available for adoption. So uh, we were talking before the break about uh, how Jasmine is a little bit older, but she's still got uh, she's still got quite a lot of energy there. Um, I can actually vouch for the fact that retrievers can still be pretty spry. My, uh, I have a golden retriever who's 13, and... Oh, my gosh. Every time I take her to the vet, they go, oh, my goodness, she's such a happy girl, isn't she? And uh, it's, uh, you know, I think that's kind of a, a retriever thing. So, and I mean, my goodness, when my dog was 10, she was like, gosh, you'd think she was two. So I, I certainly understand how, uh, right. you know, it, it, a lot depends on the dog. A senior dog, they may have a white muzzle, but uh, they're, they're still, and also they, these dogs, uh, you know, with good care and, and the medications, you know, some of the for arthritis and stuff, I mean, they can do really well till like 15. So yeah. And, you know, honestly, some of the, some of the most rewarding adoptions that I've done, you know, animal arc will, um, will place animals for adoption, even if they're in their extreme geriatric period. Um, I've, I've personally known people who have adopted animals from Animal Ark that we thought, you know, might only have less than a year left. I mm-hmm. mean, they were seriously geriatric, but, you know, we're not suffering. They just 
were very old dogs. And um, I've known people who've taken animals like that home for the pure joy of giving those animals the best months of their life in yeah. the remaining years, their remaining time. And um, what we find is, you know, oftentimes what we think are really geriatric animals at the shelter may be due to neglect, due to lack of care. Um, they've just aged more quickly, and, you know, we can't mm-hmm. always tell exactly how old they are, and sometimes those animals just bounce right back. And they, <laughs> I mean, and they suddenly get a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and, mm, maybe um, that dog and, wasn't 10. Maybe she's only <laughs> six. Right, I'm really <laughs> sick. <laughs> or, you know, or maybe they really are old, but the people just fall madly in love with them. And, and, um, and you know, I think that doing something like that, a, a selfless act of adopting a very senior pet, I think can be an incredibly rewarding experience for mm-hmm. someone. Oh, that's neat. So, as far as the the perfect human and, and home for Jasmine, what uh, what, what kind of uh, environment are you hoping for that uh, that she'll end up in? You know, I think she she could be um, she could be adopted into a wide variety of situations. I think and do really well. Uh, probably ideal would be a house with a fenced yard. Probably not necessary. She does have her very active moments when you get her out of her kennel. You know, she likes to bounce around a bit, but she'll go for long periods of downtime. And so, you know, she could, I think, even go, you know, into a townhouse or, um, you know, she could, she would make a great, um, single pet home, you know, um, companion. Mm-hmm. Or I think, she, you know, she could go into a home with other pets so long as the introduction to those pets was really managed carefully. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think because of her age and her, um, you know, her overall condition, she's not going to need a lot of exercise. She would like to have some activity every day, but not a lot. So, you know, she doesn't need someone who's going to, you know, be a marathon runner or anything. <laughs> um, but she would like somebody who would take her for a walk every day. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that, and by the way, that's the other great thing about seniors adopting animals um, is, you know, I've talked to several seniors who believe that, that their their pets have kept them active and moving because they know their pet needs to go for a walk, they'll take them. But without that, they they wouldn't leave their house. And exactly. And so, um, a, you know, that kind of situation would be great for her. Yeah, actually, I've worried about that uh, since since my mom had a dog who who died not too awful long ago, and since then my mom is not going out for walks anymore, and I keep keep saying, Mom, when are you going to get another dog? Yeah, well, and my, my mother is, you know, in her, um, we'll be polite and say, you know, mid-70s. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but, you know, she's got two dogs and still works part-time, but, you know, every day she takes the dogs to the dog park. And I, I swear, she's got a lot of spunk and a lot of life left, and I think it's directly attributed to the fact that she's had dogs her whole life. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I've, it's interesting because, I mean, I've noticed my mom has had dogs her whole life, ex- except for, like, the last six months, and it's just, you know, it's it just is, I don't think it's a good thing. So yeah, every, almost every time I talk to her, I'm like, well, Mom, have you been, uh, you know, going to the shelter and looking for another dog? <laughs> well, you know, maybe she could get it. You know, one of the one of the issues I think senior people face, they really do seriously question. 
situation is. They don't want to get in a situation where their pet will end up having to outlive them Mm -hmm. and having to figure out what to do then. And that's another really great reason for senior people to adopt senior pets. You know, there are, in every shelter, in every city of the United States, there are older senior pets that need people to come take them home. And mm-hmm. the senior folks in our society, uh, I think, are the the ideal match for them exactly. for a whole host of reasons. It's yeah. great for the pets, obviously, it saves their lives. But I think to a certain degree, the animals can save the people's lives, too. Exactly. I, I tend to agree. So does Jasmine have any any type of thing that a, a new owner should know about as far as habits like digging or barking or, you know, the typical the typical things? I mean, all these things are things that can be managed, but do you know of any quirks or habits that, that a new owner would um, want to know uh, about? The, the only little quirk that I, that I think I, we've, we've mentioned is that she does tend to be a little standoffish when she's meeting a new dog for Mm -hmm. the first time. But, you know, if that's handled carefully and appropriately, she's got, you know, at Animal Arc, like I said, we've got these off-leash outdoor play areas. She's got, you know, lots of play buddies at the shelter that she gets along with great. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I think that, you know, in the right home, um, you know, she'll just be a wonderful very loving girl um, for the right family. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, at this point, we are out of time, and I'd like to thank our guests and our producers for making this show possible. For more information about Jasmine, you can visit the Animal Ark website, which is at www.animalarkshelter.org. And if you're involved in rescue, check out all the great benefits you can receive as a member of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals at www.naprp.com. If you would like to feature your pets on the Take Me Home radio show, just click the contact link on the website to get in touch with me. If you have any questions or comments about this show, please email me at susand at petliferadio.com. So until next time, if you or anyone you know is considering getting a pet, please consider the adoption option and save a life. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take Me Home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.